0: Welcome to the Healing Hour. I am your host, Athena Rodriguez, and we'll be having some healing conversations. Welcome to today's episode of The Healing Hour. And today we have a special guest, Alana. Hi. (laughs) And Alana, tell us a little bit about yourself and just some of the projects we can be
1: on the lookout for. Okay. So my name's Alana. Um, Currently, I am a actress. I'm signed. I've been working on producing my own projects. And in the daytime, I'm a data analyst,
0: Period. corporate daddy. We love a corporate baddie. We love a um, a multi hyphenated woman. Per. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about um, I guess the the top. I guess the main thing that we're going to be talking about today is the topic of healing in itself, and um, how we realized that it was time to heal. Ooh right so we're about to get into it <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get into it okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, okay alana so i think we're both at this place right now where, where i mean we're in different parts of our healing stages for different things but i feel like we're both in that phase fa- past that phase of reckoning and grieving and things like that and kind of just um reinvention Mm-hmm. I guess we're both in that stage of reinvention and past the ugly parts, because
1: right. it, <laughs> it got ugly.
0: It got ugly. It got it was raw. It was ugly. It was it was not cute. Um, so now, I guess um, if you can just tell my audience a little bit about your um, coming to God moment about your healing process. Like, when did you kn- When did you know you had to? change something like what launched you into that mm,
1: girl a lot of things Um, I would say a breakup I would say you know being betrayed by friends people close to me and it's like okay I'm seeing these red flags I've seen these red flags and I just never called people out on it and I think that comes from being a people pleaser Mm-hmm. And, like, trying so hard not to let people down. But then I sit here and I'm like, they they don't have no problem letting me down or hurting my feelings. And so it's like a word. People don't have no problem. They don't have no <laughs> problem. It's, it's cool when they do it. It's cool problem problem when we do it. it. So it's like <laughs> when I realized, like, I felt like the whole world was against me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was fighting for my life. I'm fighting all types of demons. And <laughs> I think... Once that hit me where it was like so much going on at once, you know, yeah. I got a therapist and mm-hmm. in therapy, I'm sitting here telling my therapist because, you know, people go to therapy and they lie. Oh, yeah. People people go to therapy and they <laughs> lie. They don't tell the truth. They don't say what they said. I'll tell my therapist. I'll be like, and this is what I said. Right. You. They no. want another person on their side. Yeah, no. Like, I'm, I'm paying for you to tell me the truth. Right. So. Also, when you pay for something, you take it serious. (laughs) So with therapy, I was just like, okay, let me know if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. And I would show the text messages, send my therapist the screenshots. So, you know, (laughs) it's all out there. And I guess that played a big factor with my healing. And then just learning to not question myself. Because, you know, my mom always told me, if you felt some type of way when somebody said it, that mean it was supposed to land that way. It was valid. Yep. Cuz if you think about it, we all speak and when we say things, we mean it. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. You will know if somebody's joking, but you know, it's you know. always something underlining in that joke. There's a truth in every joke. And right. that's why
0: I don't I don't even I don't even play like that with my friends. Like when it comes to joking and things like that, like in, until you start those like side eye jokes with me. I'm not start. I'm not starting them with you because, like I said, those are just things that your friends didn't really want to say to you, and they don't want to mm-hmm. make a fight about. But they still felt
1: those things. Absolutely. And that betrayal by friends. That that right there. That's the type of stuff that'll wake you up for real. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. you know, these are people you tell everything to. Right. They got secrets. That you take it to the grave that you done told them. Right. Well, did you really take it to the grave? Well, you know what I meant. Yeah. But, you know, so it's like, dang, like, yeah. That's it's, a different type of hurt. Exactly. You know?
0: I feel like friend breakups are definitely, they're definitely harder to come to get closure from than romantic breakups because, you know, clearly there's that element of, um, you know, intercourse taken out of it and romantic feelings taken out of it, so now we're just dealing. I'm just dealing with you on a person-to-person basis, mm-hmm. and not in a I want you to be t- so we can be a us thing. Yeah. So it's like whenever we break up with our friends, it's just like dang we supposed to be gang. <laughs>
1: uh, like, you know, because when you have friends, you have dreams. Like, you may have dreams with your significant other, dreams with your family, but it's like your friends, y'all playing stuff like, girl, you are gonna be in my wedding. You are gonna be right. TT to my baby. And it's like, <laughs>
0: why? Now it's like, one you... less bridesmaid at my wedding. Thanks, bitch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I mean, but at the same time, God removes and he brings better. Right. And I will say that like, you know, after like dealing with those friends that crossed me and, you know, at the time it was just like, dang. But now I'm like, I've met so many cool people. My life is peaceful now. I, right. I have people around me that I relate to and they're all, you know, motivating me. I motivate them. So it's like an even balance. Mm hmm. But I do wish people that are no longer here the best. <laughs> like, I mean,
0: may they may they rest in power.
1: Yeah, cause, cause you cause, now you know cause it's taken a lot of growth. Cause I used to yeah. be like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, like, cause you you know my mouth was smart, but <laughs> like I said, after a while you realize it's not even necessary. You don't got to put that energy out there.
0: Exactly. Because
1: if they wronged you, God gonna take care of them at the end of the day. Exactly.
0: I'm a I'm a firm I'm a firm believer. This year really highlighted some things for me, and breaking up with people, not just men but friends too. Breaking up with people who aren't you know like aren't serving your highest purpose right now and that's not a knock to those people and i feel like people take these things seriously oh you don't want to be my friend anymore they take that so serious as and that's the ego talking because the ego is saying am i not good enough to be to still be your friend when in reality your my spirit is just telling me this ain't, this ain't the vibe you want yeah. <laughs> this ain't the move so you know it's just People taking it you know how people take things are differently so you have like petty friend breakups and stuff. I don't believe in that um I don't believe in tell I don't believe in putting people business on the streets I don't if I broke up with you it's because because I know how to be a friend I know how to not be a friend mm-hmm. so I know how to peacefully bow out of somebody's life without you know mm-hmm. tension drama just if it's not if it's not bringing me peace, I'm not doing it, even if it makes you happy.
1: Period. Period.
0: And then on the topic of relationships, like I feel like, well, I, I mean, because we're best friends, we talk all the time. Like, I Every know your day. situation. All day.
1: All day. <laughs> <laughs> In the morning, night. Period.
0: Like <laughs> right from home, talking on the phone, my bestie. And Period. So, like, you know, so I already know the things that you went through. And I feel like, I feel like all women can relate to that. One relationship will push you into the healing phase. It's it whether you like it or not. And for me, as I think you as well, like it was that first, I guess, serious relationship with a man that like that hurt literally launched you into like, okay, I gotta be better. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, period. I, I hit I hit the floor, I hit the bottom, now I gotta get to the top.
1: Yeah. I mean, but sometimes you got to you gotta thank God for that redirection because my life don't look nothing like what it looked like when I was with that person and when I had those friends. Right. It's a lot more freedom. It's a lot more peace. It's a lot more happiness. And sometimes you got to thank, well, not sometimes, but you got to thank God for, like, taking people away
0: because right. everybody
1: can't go with you. Everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. And it's like... You see these signs of when you are about to break up with these friends. You see the small stuff and you be like, mm. Yeah. I think I think one video <laughs>
0: I'll never forget is there is a video of Jay-Z, my favorite person.
1: <laughs> we love, we love him.
0: <laughs> we love us some hope. And Jay-Z sitting there and Dame Dash is wilding out and it's it's talking. Ho- <laughs> I know <what> it's <laughs> about. And Jay-Z just looking at her like, looking like the tired will smith meme because it it was it was it was a a lack of interest for me like watching that video i'm like that's exactly how it is before you about to break up with somebody whenever you know that okay this person is just this i can't do this no more you start you see the signs but Mm -hmm. that loyalty and that love makes you stay and then as soon as you cut it off uh, hope did what oh became what a billionaire he a it <laughs> and one of the and I was watching one of his interviews um about Dane because that's a that's a hot topic of him like okay you had this lifelong friend that you had to cut off and he was like okay like after a certain point like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like at what point do I have to sacrifice me for this friendship and then I think we all kind of energetically saw a shift in his music, a shift in, you know, the, just the way he carried his life. Like, you know, just elevated off the strength of just letting that person go.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Because, like you said, you know when you're looking at somebody and you're like, okay, I don't relate to you. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. And it's like no shade, but like, When you are around people that you don't relate to, y'all can't talk about the same things. Y'all can't do the same things. Mm -hmm. So depending on how strong y'all's relationship is or how that person thinks, it can go either way. Either they're going to get inspired or they're going to start feeling some type of way about it.
0: Exactly. And and that's a word. Either they can get inspired or they can get fired. (laughs) Because we,
1: we fire around this. <laughs> we, we, no, fire, we fire indeed. around this mug. And I always say this, and you know I always say this. You know you weren't the problem in the relationship if your life got better as soon as people dropped. Amen. Say amen. And that's exactly. That's why I had, to, I, had to, I had to master
0: detachment. Because I remember back in my people-pleasing phase, I would just not let people go i would just not let people go i wouldn't let go of like toxic relationships i wouldn't let go of toxic friendships because i saw the good in them and Mm -hmm. whenever you're used to seeing the good in people it's even though you see the bad that good overshadows it and it's just like okay and so you're so you keep waiting for that reason so you keep waiting for a reason okay Mm -hmm. like Stop doing that. <laughs> you don't need a reason to cut people off. And that's just part of breaking out of people pleasing. I don't need a reason to do what I feel is best for me.
1: Right. You don't. And, yeah, th- at the end of the day, people are going to do what's best for them. Right. Those people that are disrespecting you, people know what they're doing. Exactly. They People will go... <laughs> to the furthest extent, to see what they can get away with with you. And if you've let them slide for so long on a slippery slope and finally be like, no, I'm tired of this, it's a problem. It's a problem. Boundaries. People hate boundaries. As long as it doesn't hurt them or make them feel some type of way, they're cool with it. And I think people like the idea of it.
0: People, People hate boundaries. First of all, the moment you start establishing boundaries, you acting brand new. you acting brand new. They're mad. They're mad because they're not able to get away with the same things they used to get away with that was eating at you, but it was benefiting them. And so that lack of boundary was so was beneficial to them. And, of course, they don't want you to wisen up and get
1: some respect for yourself. <laughs> right. Oh, and don't let these boundaries come in your season of elevation. Mm-mm. Now now you too much. Oh, remember, you got an opinion now.
0: Right. And that's whenever people will literally start with the, who does she think she is? Oh, she thinks she's she's better than us. She thinks she's better than me. And that's where that comes in, is that, oh, it's not that I'm better than you. It's that, that I want better for me, you know, and... I'm only going to get that where establishing boundaries and living on my own terms. Because mm-hmm. if you notice, the people who hate when you throw out boundaries are the people with the most boundaries. They're so quick to tell you what they will and will not deal with. They're so quick to confront you. They're
1: so quick to share their opinions about you with you. Facts. Mm-hmm. They always, <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that like people that have went out their way to be disrespectful to me or say mean things, it's like unprovoked, Unprovoked. unwarranted. You know me. I've worked on myself. I mean, in my early 20s, my my delivery might have been abrasive, but I was always looking out for my best interest. I mean, my friend's best interest. Mm -hmm. It was never like, girl, you dumb. It was like, (laughs) I think... You shouldn't do that, but like, I know my delivery was abrasive, and I worked on that over the years. Mm-hmm. But to put someone down unprovoked, in my mind, I feel like you've been feeling some type of way, right? But that's exactly and you gotta what it watch is. that, you mm-hmm. know. Like when I was going through my toughest time, I had a friend, and <laughs> like it was like it was like this mean comment, and I'm just like. Where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, like unprovoked. She was saving it, she was yeah, saving like, it for it was rainy just day. Like it was like it was like <laughs> a draw four card. I, like, I got you. <laughs> Wild <it's> card. Like, <laughs> and it's like unprovoked because you know me. Yeah, your girl wasn't eating. She wasn't sleeping. Oh yes, that was a dark, dark time. I was fighting for my life. Twenty twenty one was rough. Okay, but. Here we are two years later. Thriving. Thriving. Thriving.
0: Vibrant. Flourishing. My girl just left YSL, South. Dropped a bag on a bag. Big bag. (laughs) Doubled her salary. Period. Working on her craft. Yes.
1: Investing in her future. Period. So what now? Right. (laughs) And, you know, people know when they did you wrong. They know. Because they check up on you. Exactly. They, you know, people like to leave an open door. Especially, you know. The other gender, so especially <laughs> men, like to leave an open door. They don't know how to break up, and yeah, they don't like. I've gotten to a point where, it, like, if somebody leaves my life, I'm not questioning it no more. I'm not yeah. questioning myself Mm-mm. because clearly it's a reason. If right. I know I put my best foot forward with you, and you decide <laughs> to like snake me, that's a you thing, right? So I'm not gonna put effort into that.
0: And when you lead with positive intention, you'll never lose. You'll never lose. And that's something that, that's something that I lead with. Like one thing you can never tell me it, as a friend that I know is that I didn't put you on. Is that I didn't, I didn't try my best to be my best, mm-hmm. to be the best friend I can be for you. And everybody has their shortcomings. But one thing is for sure, I've never disrespected my friends. That's some, some, not all things are preventable, but you can take charge of certain things. Like I said, one, I've never disrespected my friends. Two, um, I've never, like I said, I've never hated on them. I've always encouraged my friends. I've always did, you know, said nice things, did nice things. And um, this is facts. Exactly. And, Three, I've always thought about what I said before I said it. I've never just came out the mouth crazy to my friends. And as long as I know that I led with integrity, I can leave with integrity. Mm-hmm. And A word. Exactly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, now I'm leaving. I don't have no regrets. Mm-hmm. I came, I saw, I conquered this friendship, and I'm ready to go. But some people only leave unless it was some massive disrespect. And that's how you know you ain't the problem. If it's always people, like, you know what I'm saying? If you're falling out with people not on your own accord,
1: you're not the problem. (laughs) That part. And then if you really want to know, just look at how they move. Right. Look at how they think. Look at the things they care about. And, I mean, this is not to, like, talk down on anyone, but, like, you know, there's differences. Like, you may care more about being in romantic relationships versus somebody else caring about building themselves up so they can get to where they need to be so they can date who they want. Mm-hmm. People like that, people that care more about other things <laughs> like that, yeah. that, you won't relate to them if you're trying to build yourself up. And, and so yeah, not causes clashes. Like, mm-hmm. And that's okay if that's what you're into. That's exactly. okay. But it won't work here. Right. Like, if you, I mean, oldest child, oldest daughter.
0: Oldest daughter, I'm already related. Oldest <laughs> daughter
1: syndrome. It's, you don't have time for that.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, being the oldest daughter has really taught me, uh, it's really given me a sense of urgency. That, <laughs> it's yes. really given me a sense of urgency. Like, one thing about me, I don't play around. <laughs> I don't play around, I don't procrastinate, I don't sleep on myself, you know? And that's all and I have to stay productive and I can't dwell on the past. So when yeah. it when I when I assess these things now, like now that I'm older and I'm not in the people pleasing phase and the people need to love me phase, now that I'm like I need to love me, I need to do things, it's good for me. Now I have all this time on my hands to really build my empire. Right. And I was spending my time on other people. I was spending my I was spending my time with friends. I was spending my time with with men that were not contributing to
1: my greatness. Facts. No, so seriously, the Especially re- relationships are a lot, you know? A they, lot. Of they work. take a lot of work and Depending on y'all's dynamic, you know, you can end up spending a lot of time. Like, when I was in a relationship, I was still working on those acting classes. I was still, and then I got signed. But because your girl was traumatized, I took a year off. And now I look back, and like you said, you can't dwell on the past, but it's like, damn, I could be a lot further. or, You know, but it's like, it's time I can't get back. So... Be mindful of the time you spend with people. Right. Because that, that plays a big factor into your success. And if they're not feeding you <laughs> mentally, spiritually, they don't need to be around. They don't motivate you. They not your peace. <laughs> they not <laughs> bringing you peace. You ain't my peace. <laughs> like, you need people like
0: that. Exactly. And that's, that's another thing. It's just, like, relationships have such there's such a make and break in your life. Like, they mm-hmm. can literally, that that energy can literally elevate you, keep you stagnant, or it can just plain drain you. And I feel like one thing that I'm in, that I'm practicing right now with intentional singleness is, I'm not, I, I can't afford to empty my tank anymore. I was getting my cup, and I was feeling, 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 feeling. And, I, and by the time I flip my cup back over, Wind. I'm like, why is my cup, Empty. Why am I drained? Why do I where's my energy that I should work so hard to preserve? And oh it was it was in someone else's cup. It was in someone else's cup. And the moment you stop pouring
1: that cup, people start feeling away. That and another thing is if that relationship takes you away from God, you don't need to be in it.
0: You don't need to be in it. You
1: like if they can't respect (laughs) <laughs> how you move spiritually, Right. they don't need to be around because that right there, it'll mess you up. <laughs> Anytime you don't spend with God, like I remember when I was going through it, healing, Um, I was going to therapy. I lost that weight. Period. And I was prayer journaling. And mm-hmm. when I was prayer journaling, the stuff that was tormenting me, it stopped. Right. It stopped. But that's because I took my focus off of that and put it more on God. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, new job. Right. Flexibility. I'm, I'm just doing what I want out here.
0: Right. When I wasn't. And I think that's <laughs> part of the reason why God puts us in these positions where we hurt so hard after loving so hard. We hurt so hard. It brings us back to our knees. And when we back on our knees, guess what we can do on our knees? We can pray. <laughs> we start praying. When God when God makes you literally crumble down to your knees in pain, yeah. he wants you on your knees to pray. He wants you on your knees to communicate, to get focused, to regroup so he can elevate you to a place yeah. where you was before the pain. And so it, it, now I'm at this point when where things hurt when, <laughs> when things hurt me I know something's about to come. I know something's about to be lit. I know my next level is going to be lit because that hurts so hard.
1: No, seriously. (laughs) No, but like, because have you ever noticed that in life when you're going through something, something is coming. Like, my last job, you know, they told me I couldn't get no raise. And I was upset. (laughs) Y'all know I was being sorry at that point. I was like, y'all going to have to fire me. (laughs) But... It was like, dang, inflation. Right. All this stuff is happening. And I mean, I wasn't like hungry, but like, you know, I couldn't do like the way, I couldn't move the way I wanna move. And so at this point, I'm sitting here applying to jobs, working on myself, healing. And I'm like, okay, God, look, <laughs> look. Right. Why? But it's a test of faith. It's a
0: test of faith. Exactly. God wants to see. And you know what? I was so stubborn at first, and that's and that's where God keeps ripping into us. Well, you want to be stubborn, God says, okay, I'm gonna show you again. This time is gonna hurt ten times worse because <laughs> I showed you the first time, and you didn't pay attention. You didn't come back to me. You didn't. You didn't come check in. You didn't develop a strong spiritual practice. Um, you've been ignoring me. So back. I'm gonna. God is a jealous God. Yeah. Bet. Okay. So you you want to keep doing the? You want to keep at it? I. Right. So twenty times worse. And then now. It's no, like, seriously. I I've been hit so hard with the back of, in the back of my head with God's sandal to a point where I just gotta look up
1: like who hit me. Girl, <laughs> I remember. Um when I was going through it trying to find my purpose and just figure out what it is that God wants from me. Because you know, sometimes when you chasing something or you going after something, the journey is never easy if it's something huge.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: sometimes you be like, okay God, do you want me to give up or do you want me to keep going? Right. And that's kind of hard. So you gotta pray and like really be faithful to like your routine with God. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. So, <laughs> what I used to do is I used to um <laughs> I used to, So, what I used to do is whenever I needed a word from God, my mom always mm-hmm. told me, just open your Bible, right? Yeah. I just open my Bible. I don't look for nothing. I don't go finding nothing. And whatever pops out, that's what God wanted me to read. Right. Okay, Athena. I <laughs> Open my Bible, girl, and you know I, you know what I saw? Jonah in the well. Not once, but twice when I did that, and I said, God, telling me I'm being hard headed. It us he? a little bit more about Jonah in the well because not everybody knows their Bible. Okay, so basically, Jonah in the well. God told him to do something. He said, No, I'm gonna do it my way. <laughs> he got swallowed by a well. <laughs> so until he, he got it right. God was like, okay. But see, it's like this. It's like your parent. Like, I told you not to do this because if you do this, you're going to get hurt. Right. You had no business in that well. Had you just did it right. Exactly. If you would have did it right,
0: it would have been one and done. But I feel like that's what, that's something, that's something so beautiful about really hurting and really being in pain to a point where you are launched back into your healing phase is that now you're listening.
1: Mm -hmm. And so
0: before you were oblivious and God was sending you signs and you literally, like, looking up uh, and blind, you know, now you're asking for signs. Now you're asking him (laughs) for direction. And that inner stillness, (laughs) that inner stillness that you're getting by not being around that person that you broke up with, that just just, literally just um, going back into hermit mode and regrouping, that's where... When you get your real inner stillness, that's whenever you know your purpose and that's whenever you can know when God's talking to you mm-hmm. and know exactly what he wants you to do because well. you're not clouded. Your vision isn't clouded with what it was clouded with before because he took that out.
1: <laughs> right. What they say, God is not a God of confusion. No. So if it's bringing you confusion, it's not bringing you peace. Get out of there. Get out. Get out. It's get out. How, It's a wrap. out out
0: <laughs> get out get out and get on your knees and pray and get, in your, and, and
1: get in your prayer journal period get with your therapist your therapist the prayer journal take a walk get sunlight exercise go breathe touch grass yes because <laughs> and get off that phone get off that phone get off that phone and touch grass get- unless you're
0: unless you're logging into the healing hour podcast
1: get off your phone <laughs> Get get off that phone, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Get get off of that, cause that that's spiritual warfare right there. It if You're is. not strong <laughs> with your relationship with God, and that stuff can get to you. It it does, and it will. And that definitely. algorithm is that's that's Satan's work. <sighs> that's Satan's work. Because <laughs> how they know what I'm going through.
0: Exactly. You know.
1: So it's like.
0: Mm-mm. So it's definitely. Um, like I said, like one thing about one thing about pain and breakups, it'll launch you closer to God. And once you get closer to God, you get close to your purpose. You get mm-hmm. close to your higher self. Mm-hmm. Not operating in, in, in the three D, not operating in in the ego, not operating in low vibrational things, but you start to realize what's for me and what ain't. And that
1: ultimately leads to your glow up. And if you want to know if somebody is for you, pray that prayer. Everybody know what that prayer is. And if you don't You sit there, you talk to God, and you ask him, God, if they are not for me or if they don't deserve to be here or if they don't mean me well, remove them. I promise you, God will remove them people within 24 hours or less. Or less. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. The turnaround time for God is very. And you know what happened when I prayed that prayer? People disappeared, but the blessing started pouring in. started pouring in. You got to get people out your life because people can block your blessings. Right. They ain't going to stop them, but they can block them by, what's the word? <laughs> what
0: you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> they, they trying can, to
1: say? They're they can not going to, okay, so God got your blessings, right? But mm-hmm. they going to block them. Block like, them. he can't bring you those blessings and those people are around you. They can't be there with you. It ain't for you. them. Yeah, it Every, ain't for them. It ain't for them. Everybody ain't able
0: yeah, you know, and that's and that's a big thing. Sometimes, if you're hesitant about blocking out that relationship, blocking out that friendship, think about it that way. If you aren't receiving the blessings that you're meant to receive, and you feel in a way about these people, that's a direct correlation. That's a direct correlation. Now, keep thinking about okay, as much as it may hurt, I think about think about how much it's how good it's gonna feel, how great it's gonna feel to. Finally, finally reap the blessings that was carved out for me Mm -hmm. to finally feel what I'm supposed to feel, to finally receive my gifts. Right. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know. (laughs) Have you ever, okay, have your parents like ever picked up like maybe like neighborhood kids or like, you know, you like, (laughs) you know, y'all go to the park or something Mm -hmm. and your mom comes and brings you some McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wait till we get to the house because I didn't bring this McDonald's for everybody. Mm-hmm. I only bought nuggets for you. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough for everybody. So don't say that you have McDonald's because the other kids are going to want some. Mm-hmm. And that's how I view that. It's like God does the same thing. I can't give you these blessings around these other around my other children because we are all God's children, period. It's not like God wants to punish some. and, and No. We're all God's children, but sometimes he has these blessings that he only wants to give to you. Right. And in order to in order to get your, your four piece nugget, you got to get away from them kids. Yeah. <laughs> Period.
1: Period or them nuggets is going to spoil.
0: Exactly. Or you're going to have a bunch of you're going to have to be splitting four nuggets amongst 20 children. Right. And you're not going to be able to enjoy it. Or yeah. you're going to sit there and eat it and those kids are gonna like envy you and like be mean to you because they don't have the damn
1: nugget. Girl, they might kick your drink over on that swing thing.
0: Exactly. <laughs> sneeze on it. <laughs> sneeze on that. Yeah. Oh, sneeze on them nuggets. Because hey, it ain't for them.
1: It ain't for them. And then you'd be surprised by the people that are around you that are jealous and envious of you. Right. It's real. And sometimes you can feel it, right? Right. But because you love people and you see. That's gonna sound so mean. But you see how they live and how they move and it's just like, okay, that's why
0: I mean, you need to
1: heal. Heal your heart. Right. And
0: sometimes you can love somebody, but I don't want you to bleed on me. I don't want you to bleed on me because I'm bleeding I'm bleeding with my own blood. And I can't and I can't take your problems and mine and you know, it's too heavy. So
1: it's not your job to heal other people. It ain't. It's healing healing is that is for you it's not for other people it's for you once you heal yourself you don't hurt other people Mm -hmm. but you also get an understanding about people
0: exactly because
1: if you're truly happy and truly healed you don't go out hurting people you don't go out being mean you don't go out being gross it's just not in you exactly now i'm not saying you 100 perfect nobody is because you know i'm still He's still working on me.
0: Nobody is, but intentions are intentions, yeah. and and energy don't lie.
1: Energy don't lie, and like I said,
0: if you fi- if you find yourself st- to start being envious and start being, uh, just just ugly, <laughs> just being ugly to people that you that you no longer fool with, um, one that just shows me two things: one, you haven't mastered detachment, and two, you haven't mastered your emotions. You don't have any self control.
1: And every loss is a lesson.
0: You haven't, yeah. You haven't fulfilled your assignment. You, you're not working on your assignment that God gave you. You're not walking in alignment. Um, if you, if you're moving crazy after you, you know, got attached. Like
1: God ain't gonna bless no mess, child. You're
0: not gonna bless no mess. He not. But thank like you so much, <laughs> Alana. <sighs> thank you so much, Alana, for taking time out of your busy day to come on the healing podcast. Oh, anytime. And 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 you will be back. And I will. (laughs) And and best believe you will be
1: back. Period. (laughs) And I will.
0: But Thank you so much for another great episode of the Healing Hour podcast. Be well. be, Be at peace. And don't forget, let's talk about it.